www.thepowerhouse.com. Quick Rants, Episode 46, The Narcan Hypocrisy. Warning, I am about to piss off many of you, and I don't care, because you're being cynical, myopic assholes, and you need to realize your own hypocrisy. There is a heroin epidemic in this country. More broadly, there is an opioid epidemic. The number of deaths due to drug overdose is rising at a horrific rate. According to the National Institute on Drug Abuse, in 2002, there were about 25,000 overdose-related deaths in America. In 2015, there were more than 50,000, with nearly 35,000 opioid-related and almost 14,000 from heroin alone. Oh, and fellow Buckeye Staters, we lead the nation in drug overdose death. We are the drug overdose death capital of America. OH? No, no, yeah, not, no. In an effort to, um, save fucking lives, police have been mandated to carry Narcan which can save the life of a person dying from a heroin overdose. And goddamn are many of you royally pissed off that your tax dollars are paying for the nearly $5,000 life-saving drug. The standard argument is, I work hard for my money, and I don't want my tax dollars going to pay $5,000 to save the life of a fucking loser junkie asshole who chose to do heroin. If they have to carry Narcan, why don't they have to carry the EpiPen? Well, let's answer the easy fucking question, Mensa. How many food allergy-related deaths do you think occurred last year? 11. Fucking 11. How many bee sting deaths? 58. So, there you go. That's why cops aren't carrying the EpiPen around. Because there isn't an epidemic of people dying from bee stings and peanut allergies. Despite what millennial parents giving themselves anxiety attacks by playing Doogie Howser on WebMD want you to believe. Now, before I respond to the first part of the standard argument, the program is working. For the fiscal year that ended on June 30th, 2016, in Ohio alone, 2,200 lives were saved because first responders had Narcon available to save the life of a human being who'd overdosed on heroin. 2,200 human beings were saved. That's not a bad expenditure of public money, especially considering some of the other things that state and federal tax money gets spent on. 2,200 people lived because a first responder had the right tool to use to save a life. Now, as to the part about spending your precious tax money on saving the life of a, quote, loser drug user who chose a path destined to lead to death, well, aside from the obvious question of where the fuck is your humanity, the argument in many cases, many, but yes, not all, is hypocritical. See, the theory is that the drug user chose to break the law and commit an action that will likely kill them, so why use public funds to save them from that mistake? Well, do we extend this logic to another crisis we have in America? The rising cost of healthcare? The current American healthcare system is based on the following principle. The young and healthy must be forced to carry insurance. So we can charge them higher premiums for that insurance that they statistically will not use so that the older or flat out less healthy can have subsidized and affordable healthcare. That subsidy includes your taxpayer money. Do we tell the obese person, who ingests three times the recommended amount of calories a day and eats every meal from Taco Bell, McDonald's, or Burger King that he can pay for his own heart surgery or that his blood pressure medication will not be covered? No. Why not? 
His procedure is subsidized by everyone who chose to maintain a relatively healthy lifestyle and didn't eat their way into heart surgery at age 34 or dangerously high blood pressure. He made the same choice to ignore sound medical advice, and he made the choice to live an unhealthy lifestyle, guaranteed to one day kill him. Do we tell the lady who smoked two packs of cigarettes a day for 25 years that her lung cancer surgery won't be covered? The damn pack says right on it, it will kill you. There is literally no debating that cigarettes are one of the worst possible things on the planet for your health. Do we tell the alcoholic who destroyed their liver that their treatment is not covered? No, we don't. We don't even think about it, and we shouldn't even think about it. In fact, we are having a national debate right now on how to make sure everyone can afford health insurance. Nowhere in this debate are we talking about the root causes of why insurance are so high. And there's basically two. Part of it is that the industry itself is unregulated and has borderline criminal practices when it comes to cost of care. There is no reason a procedure for anything that goes on in America should cost 11 to 16 times what the same procedure in Canada, England, or Germany does, but it does. There is no reason a company should be able to buy the right to the EpiPen and raise the price from 50 to $600 overnight. But the other reason for high cost of care in America is that as a nation, we are insanely unhealthy. And rather than doing things about it as a nation and possibly putting better controls on food processing and what goes into our food or educating people on what a normal amount of food to eat in a day is or having, I don't know, a national focus on exercise and fitness, we make excuses. We explain away unhealthy dietary choices as this is just what I'm supposed to weigh. No one should ever body shame anyone. But at the same time, we need to recognize as a nation that certain choices we make impact our health, period. And then if you're going to be 50 to 80 pounds over your medically healthy weight, there are consequences to that. But we don't do that. And we excuse that. And no one is sitting around there telling people who smoke cigarettes, drink an unhealthy amount of alcohol, or eat an unhealthy amount of food that they should not have their health care covered because of their poor choices. All of that said, no one deserves to be left to die. We do need to have a healthcare system in America that makes sure everyone gets the care they need, whether they got sick through their own bad life choices or just plain bad luck. The same thing applies to the heroin user. Now, I know you are saying, Scott, eating McDonald's or averaging 7,000 calories a day when the recommended scientific goal is between 2,000 and 3,000 is not illegal. Nope, it's not, and it does not matter. A drug addict is a person in need of help. It is society's job to help people who cannot help themselves get back on their feet. We have a terrible philosophy as a nation in regards to drug addicts. We view them as scum to be locked up and removed from society the same as murderers, thieves, or rapists. The truth is that the addict is a sick individual that needs help and assistance to get well. They are curable. They can be rehabilitated. Instead, we're just going to lock them up, send them to jail, where they absolutely, when they get out, will have no chance of becoming a productive member of society because there's a stigma against hiring anyone who spent some time in jail. It's easy to hear a story about police and paramedics having to carry a $5,000 dose of Narcan to save the life of an opioid addict whose own bad judgment and irresponsibility put them in that spot. But it's hypocritical and uncaring. Yes, their own bad judgment and irresponsibility put them in that spot. But none of us are perfect. We all make bad health and life choices. My teeth are rotting out of my head 
because I chose to drink Mountain Dew by the case for a full decade. And in the future, I may have blood pressure and heart issues because I still can't control my caffeine addiction and think that just because my 24-ounce Monster Energy drink has no sugar in it, that it's not harming my health. I don't deserve to be left for dead because of that choice. The same way the person who smokes themselves into lung cancer or eats themselves into an early heart attack does not deserve to be left to die for their bad choice. And the same way the heroin user deserves a chance to live as well. The world we live in today is one where public health care will be subsidized by taxpayer money. Get used to it and deal with it because the cost of care is out of control and there is absolutely no way to actually get affordable health care in this country short of taxpayer subsidies. Since everyone's cost for care goes up due to everyone's bad choices in life, do as Jesus said and tend to the plank in your own eye before the speck in your neighbors. Because unless you are Mr. Health... Your bad health choices have increased the cost of care that everyone else has and has increased the burden of taxpayer money to subsidize that health care. So it's the same thing as taxpayer money going to pay for the Narcan dose for the heroin junkie who made a terrible choice. Good societies don't turn a blind eye to members who can't or don't help themselves. You will always have people who just can't get it together. They get addicted to drugs. They can't hold a job. Or sometimes they just choose not to work. In other words, every society has people who don't contribute and who without a social safety net would be destitute or dead. Society has two options. They either create programs to help those people get back on their feet and stay on their feet, or you let them fall and the result is massive amounts of homeless and destitute across your country. No one wants option two. Option two, aside from having numerous debilitative second and third order effects, is really an out of sight and out of mind philosophy and a not my problem view of life. People, human lives, should not be swept under the rug and left to die, regardless of how much or how often they have screwed up. A social safety net is a necessary expenditure of a society. It has been for most of human history. When you don't have something in place to catch those who fall through the cracks of society and need help to become productive, contributing members of society, you end up with a non-functioning society. First responders carrying Narcan is a good thing. It is saving lives. It is giving someone's brother, son, husband, father, sister, daughter, wife, niece, nephew, grandson, granddaughter, whoever, a chance to live. And that is never a bad thing for the people who love them. And if an officer with Narcan saved a loved one of yours, your tune might change on this policy. Everyone is loved and cared for by someone. They may just be a faceless heroin junkie to you. But to someone, that's a real person who matters and matters a hell of a lot. And if that life can be saved because first responders have the tool needed to save that life, then that should be done. And we should at the same time be working on trying to get to the root cause of why we have so many people addicted to opioids, even though they know that by starting down that path, it will, will, guaranteed, 100% will kill them. But they start down the path anyway. So why don't we take a look and figure out what we've done as a society that allows that to happen and how we fix it. But that's a problem in America. Too often we don't care unless it impacts us. Then we do. I thankfully haven't lost a friend or family member to this crisis and God willing won't. But I don't need to, to know that others have. I also know that we aren't doing enough to fight the opioid epidemic in this country. It's winning 
It's not just winning. It's boat racing us. It is absolutely kicking our ass. And as long as we keep seeing these human beings as losers who made poor choices, we never will. And again, unless you are the perfect picture of health and vigor and always have been and always make the right choices, I don't want to hear one damn word about your tax money being spent to save the life of a person who made a poor choice because all of our health choices, mine, yours, everyone's, are a major reason we have a health care crisis in this country because we're a horrifically unhealthy nation and most of it is related to our own poor choices. Show a little human compassion for others who made a choice that will kill them quickly rather than the ones that most of us make that kill them slowly and eventually. Come on, it's a human life. Let's have some compassion. Everyone matters to someone. This has been a quick rant, a raving lunatic media production. Feel free to contact us by email at contact at ravinglunaticmedia.com. And if you enjoy this podcast, you can always leave us a rating in the iTunes store and help other people find it. As always, thank you for listening. Ravinglunaticmedia.com.